Welcome to uh, Making the Dough Show. I'm John Cohn. I'm Nate C. Murray. How you doing, Nate? I'm doing great, John. How about you? That's well, good. We had a good Halloween. We had a great one. There's a very special ep about it, so yes. we'll keep it light here. But uh, yeah, although although one thing I didn't get to mention was I got to be a judge at the Halloween costume contest at IDW, which that's was correct. Yes, that was a strange invite. It was you. Our editor-in-chief and our co-founder, Robbie Robbins. Yeah. Made sense. Sure. I got I uh, asked who you were five times. Yeah. Well, it was like, uh, yeah, I don't I don't work here, um, but I am here all the time. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was I was an impartial outsider who got mm-hmm. to judge. Uh, it, was a, it was a lot of fun. I legit, legitimately was like really heartwarming to be like, oh, you're recognized here, like you're you're a part yeah. of this team, whether you're officially here or not. Yeah, that was uh, cool. That was fun seeing you up there, and uh, I think the right winners won. We had an amazing yeah. uh, Anna Albers was a, a fortune. Mich- she was like a Zoltar. Yeah, but she had actual working lights. Mm-hmm. She had a sound effects on her crystal ball, and she actually fed fortunes on tickets out of a slot. It was ludicrous she yeah she was like you level extra of for halloween and then uh marion won a prize by uh i think intimidating you uh i was (laughs) intimidated she was princess and the frog yeah she was yeah she was getting character and then uh the graphics team were the team from ducktales right and uh i will say they were disappointing and not having that theme song ready yeah and when they won they said woo yeah right yeah so it was great to see you up there judging so that should have gone to optimus prime yeah, he was dressed as Optimus Prime, but out of Amazon Prime boxes. Right. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was very cute. Marconi, Games Team. Oh, is that who it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the game's graphic designer. Ah, uh, well, that makes sense. Yeah, you should have thrown him a bone. He's probably going to nuke your next game now. Ah, oh, shit. Oh. made a bad choice. Politics. <laughs> but a good choice is Grindhouse. Yeah, Grindhouse finally launched. It's up on Kickstarter. It's doing really well. Um, I'm super excited with every way that this game has turned out. The, it's beautiful. The art has been absolutely killer. Uh, the design's been great. They made, you know, as, as a designer you come in, and the, uh, you told me this you, like a couple years ago, and it's, it's true that uh, the designer comes in with somewhere 80 to 90% of the game figured out. Yep. And it's up to the publisher to figure the rest out. Yep. Um, I had it as a card system where you'd read one side of the card and you'd flip it over and it was on the other side and it was it was logistically kind of terrible mm-hmm. um, and there was no room for art no room for kind of breathing room of design yeah. um, and they came up with a really clever idea to actually have a board on there where you put the cards down and the cards look like doors on the back and so then you good. open the door to flip it um, and they're tarot sized so you're getting all of that text on there that I was worried that it wouldn't fit. A lot fit. of flavor. You put a lot of flavor in this. Yeah, you put a lot of flavor text on there. I mean, I realize this is this is kind of my storytelling baby here. Um, so yeah, they came up with a really clever way to do it, and uh, and the characters mm-hmm. are much bigger than I had expected them to be. They take up real table space. You can see all of the the blood and gore and broken Which bones. Is fun, yeah. Yeah. All, all of that gross fun stuff is in there. Uh, and we've got a couple of um, stretch goals. We've got some some expansions, some themed expansions. Very cool. One of which may be very familiar to people who uh, listened to our last episode, our bonus episode. 
little little hint drop there. Oh, there you go. Very nice. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So and one future expansion will happen because I'm going to force it into existence. Yes. Yeah. We'll, we'll see if we can get a partnership going mm-hmm. and uh, and do that because that would be that'd be a blast. And That's that one, gonna be so fun. That one's also got a, a hint peppered into a previous episode. If you yeah, if you do some you're crazy, yeah, you will figure out what that one is. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna make that happen. But yeah, good good job from everybody over at that team. Um, yeah, I'm just epic. really impressed with with how they've done that. You made a great how-to video, essentially. I did. I did. Well, you know, it was it was great that I still had all of my Halloween decorations up when we were putting the Kickstarter together, mm-hmm. and I got to shoot a video with basically all of our decorations. Yeah. Um, and so that was a blast. Lots of fog machine fun, uh, and and wearing my my. Uh, not, uh, not, not nightmare my uh, Friday the 13th sweater so oh, it, was, nice. it was a good time we, we yeah, had, I had a lot of time uh, a lot of fun shooting it and, and editing it and, and kind of putting that together yeah. and, you, and you do like any reason to use your fog machine you are uh, you are going to jump on that <laughs> it's true it's true we've, we've had that fog machine for a couple of years now that we um I wouldn't say I wouldn't say we stole it, but we borrowed it from USAopoly and then never gave it back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's ours now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you, you put it to great use at your party, and, and yeah. again, great use in your videos. You do that, so yeah, 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 very good. So yeah, happy with all that, and so 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 good to finally see that thing take life because it's been a long time, and you start working on a game. I mean, you started working on that game at that contest, which was when we started this company essentially too yeah so. yeah it was a while ago a couple of years ago yeah when we had started yeah. talking about it yeah that's... it was san diego game jam 2016 yeah and so that's how long it takes to put a dang game out unfortunately right well yeah. and this is a game that you know it's funny because most it took of the time, a while to sell too. it did take a while to sell but most games when i'm working on them and, and building them out you know i i get so exhausted working on them and, and my friend group my gaming group gets so burnt out i make them yeah. play it a million times that by the time the actual dang game comes out, like I, I never want to play it again. It's like, well, mm-hmm. it looks fantastic, and oh, we've got all the real components in it. And it's like, yeah, but I've got to play test this new game now, and we've already played this forty times together. So <laughs> yeah, I have never played a production copy of Godfather. Yeah, uh, and even though that's my favorite game, Mafia or Werewolf or however you refer to it, Godfather is a spin off that with some very new wrinkles that I was happy to add to the genre yeah i'd love to see some other people steal those wrinkles because they were fun sure you wake up with a horse head in front of you which you actually had that happen in the office the other day i did i did yeah spencer i think we posted that but yeah the, yeah. the horse head was great yeah um and then yeah i played bed with dead once but that's yeah. i mean that, it's not a game but uh a, i think i think Grindhouse house will be the exception i think because yeah. it looks so cool i've only gotten to do oh, play, to play but yeah I, I legitimately am really excited to play the production yeah. copy of this game when it comes out me too yeah i, w- I want to play the production copy with you that yeah 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 and we got some uh we got some other updates with some games that we're working on yep uh, we are so we talked about a few weeks ago that we were going to be visiting a high school class uh, right. to to get some marketing tips and figure some stuff out for our Council of Verona and Council of Creepies games. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we've actually got that in motion. We're going to be doing that on uh, November seventh. Right. We're going to be going to two different class uh, classes uh, during the day, each with I think. 40 or 50 students. Excellent. Um, yeah, we're going to go back to back and they are seniors uh, in marketing. Um, and yes, yeah, so we're going to go, we're going to bring copies of both games. We're going to kind of talk about what it is that we do. Mm-hmm. We're going to kind of talk about what it is that we're hoping to get from these students. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're going to play the games for a little bit, give us some feedback awesome. on the games, and then help us figure out demographics and how to appeal to those demographics. It's going to be great. Yeah. yeah. The, Cutting feedback from high school kids. I'm actually, I'm nervous. It's, kids are tough. Kids are tough. Especially right? a game that is based around um, a Shakespeare book, right? right. It's based yeah. around Romeo and Juliet. And it, yeah. One interesting thing that I think we actually have going for us with this is that we have two different uh, demographics that we're kind of hitting. Uh, Council of Verona is for, you know, the English lit crowd. Right. Um, people who enjoy Shakespeare. People mm-hmm. who are, are, you know, like games, but also... Have have some some thought and, and historical and cultural interests, yeah. um, and then we've got creepies, which is silly, goofy, punny, cartoony monsters, yeah. yep. um, which is, and is much more of a directly take that version of the game. I think we've already talked a bit about what changes front stab, in. front stab, yeah. Um, so it it has two different groups that we can reach out to, and I think it'll be interesting to hear their take on how to try to appeal to both of those crowds or at least get elements of each demographic, uh, pique their interest and get them on board. Yes. Yeah. So looking forward to that. So that'll be really cool. And then just, just the angle of, you know, working with the school. I, I, parents were, well, not my parents, my grandparents were educators and administrators. And I like when schools do cool things as opposed to just theoretical things like these kids are going to get to see a project you know ideas they came up with in action did mm-hmm. that work you know they'll have something for the resume though we'll, we'll grab an intern whatever who knows sure. who knows what will happen <laughs> right yeah. so yeah. And, and hey that's that's a hundred play testers right there that's better than in, anything in, you could ever hope for truly in one morning we're going to get more games played of both of these than than we could in, in weeks or sometimes mm. even months of play testing yeah absolutely uh, particularly for the creepies version yeah it's it, you right. know, uh, we're not important. changing anything in the mechanics of council of verona we're, nope. we've got new art we've got new design mm-hmm. um, and, and an, obviously a new box right. um, but the components are the same yes uh creepies is, is not going to be de- the same it's going to be basically a new game that's wrapped up in in the theme, not the theme, but like the mechanics, the original mechanics, yeah. inspired by the mechanics yes. of Council of Verona. Right. Um, so so that'll be an interesting one to get feedback, especially with a direct comparison, because we're going to have it, like, half the class is playing one of them, half the class is playing the other one, and then they switch. Um, so all kids are going to play both games, oh, especially awesome. since it's a, you know, it's a 10-minute game. Right. So Easy. You, yeah, you're, yeah, it's not like you're going to have... Um, to spend like all, all morning or a whole class period doing it. I guess it's a 50 minute class and then we have a 10 minute break and then we do another 50 minute class. Let's be ready. We just hit it. Mr. Murray's ready for this. Yeah. 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 Maybe it's a 90 minute class. I don't know. Whatever. It's all morning. It's going to be all, well, luckily it's a, we just found, got an email back from the teacher. It is a late start day. We were going to have to be there. It's like seven fifteen. Yeah. Which was not a good time of day for me. We are not morning people. No, but now yeah, it's going to be like, yeah, right. Insomnia. It's going to be at 8.45 in the morning now or somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah. Uh, so so we really lucked out with the day that we chose. Would you have even go. been able to sleep if we had to be there at 7.15? No. No. no yeah, I, I mean, neither. I, absolutely yeah. not. Any yeah. night that it's like I've got something important to do the next day, especially early, not a Not going to sleep. Yeah. No. No way. Uh, so yeah, we're really excited to be doing that. Uh, we've been playing Council of Verona a little bit and I'm still putting together the um, prototype for Council of Creepies. Uh, but we'll we'll have it together and ready nice. by the time we take it to the classes. Yeah. 
There yeah. you go. So yeah. that's fun. So we got that going. Um, and we are looking for playtesters. So if you want to playtest our games, we have a nice uh, slate of them. Yeah, absolutely. And especially so if you're in like out. Southern California, San Diego County, especially yeah. if, if you're, if you want to playtest in person, like we're, we're all in. Yep. Uh, and if you want to playtest and you're somewhere else and you've got a game group, you know, we're, we're more than happy to get some print and plays going if, if that's something that you're yeah, into. That, and That would be helpful. Yeah, so. yeah. We, we will take all the playtests and feedback that we can handle. Definitely. So find us uh, anywhere, Twitter, Facebook, or uh, breadandcircusesrocks at gmail.com. There we go. Uh, speaking of playtesting, yep. we playtested a submission from uh, Isaac Shalev. We sure did. And a Matt quick brown Lewis. fox. Quick brown fox, which is, is that the sentence, I think it's the sentence that uses the most unique letters yeah. in, a, in the English language, right? Yes, uh, th- that's supposed to There's be what it is. There's some moral behind the sentence. Right, right. And, and the hook of the game is that you're going to be given um, a theme or a, a prompt. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, we got prompted, and one of the games we played, this was, this was kind of funny because everyone kind of went to the same place for this one. We got prompted monsters. And so you, what you want to do is you want to have a word or phrase that is at least seven letters long that has the most unique letters represented in it. Yes. Um, But if somebody has the absolute longest phrase, they get disqualified from the round. Right. So you want it to be long, but not too long. Um, We played, when we played our test of it, there were four of us, three of us under monsters went with Frankenstein's monster. Right. So we're like, there's a lot of letters. (laughs) There's a lot represented there. Um, but yeah, we all, we all kind of disqualified each other. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, good. So it's, it's, it's a good fun game The and, and unfortunately it fell into the pocket of dry erase, which yeah. is my, like, just the hill I will die on. We're, we're, we've got so many of these games that would require drawing and require things and for, and just dry erase is not the thing that I like. Yeah, well, and, and it's, you know, there's a number of reasons. Like, we we were initially looking at Dry Erase or were pitched Dry Erase for a few games, mm-hmm. and it's just, it's never been feeling appropriate for us. You know, yeah. we talked about creature feature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that Can't was get pitched. the detail. No, you know, you have to draw these really detailed creatures, um, these drawings, and, and a big fat Dry Erase marker just ain't going to yep. cut it. Yeah. Um, and same thing with Picture It. Uh, you know, you're drawing these pictures, and sometimes you've got prompts like, you have to have your eyes closed. You have to hold right. it with your fists. It's like it's it's very difficult to draw anything with any sort of um, uh, detail. Yeah, yeah, it's just a mess. Plus, and with your fist, I feel like I'm gonna slide my hand across it and erase everything that I've already drawn. Yeah, and then yeah, right, exactly. And then your hand is covered in ink for the rest of the night. So yeah, it just doesn't work. And and so once you take with Crook Round Fox, the problem is once you take out the dry erase boards. What's the component set look like? Yeah. And so this is something you got to consider when you're publishing a game is what am I putting in the box and how am I telling people, well, how am I offering a value proposition to my backer or to retail or anything like that of why they should purchase the box. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes you don't have a good idea. And I think this is one of those times where I could not figure out what a cover for this game looks like, what the marketing text on the back looks like and what's inside the game right and so that's where it's stuck right now so yeah yeah you you don't want to be just handing somebody a handful of cards um with, with a word on them and it's and be like well yeah. here's here here i hope you got your money's worth right right 
And, and, and it's too bad because it's like it is clever, right? Yeah. But, but if you, so a game that would be very comparable to this, that is just essentially you're getting a pile of paper, would be categories. Mm-hmm. Okay? And you can use scraps of paper and then you're just getting topic cards. But the, 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 the killer app there is that dice. They have a 20-sided letter dice. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes that game feel like worth money. It has a yeah. timer and dice. Yeah. So I, I don't know what the secret sauce for this game is, unfortunately. And the quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog is the full sentence. And that contains all letters in the Every, Ah, there it is. Okay. I, I knew it was something. So it's a clever name by Isaac and, and Matt. And always clever. Always very good at what they do, in, which is design fun games. Right. Sometimes fun and sellable are not the same. And so we're stuck. We're, Isaac floated some ideas. We'll keep talking to him. But... It's going to take one of those lightning moments to figure out if this is something that can become a product. Yeah, I mean, we definitely had a lot of fun play testing it. Um, it it's a fun game, and it, like you said, it's clever. I've never played a game that quite uses words the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it cre- creates, you know, these inventive aha moments yeah. where it's like, ooh, birds. What's a, what's a bird that has a lot of different letters in it? You're like right. cycling every kind yeah. of bird you can think of. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and you, oh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Blue Jay, and then somebody else writes Blue Jay, and you're like, "Huh? How did we both come up with the same bird?" Right. Yeah, that moment happened more than you would think because we were only playing with four. We were playing with four. And the game, the nice thing about the game is there's no real player cap. You could play right. with you could play with again. You could do you know a, 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 an event hall worth of people playing. The sure. minimum is three due to the um, longest word DQ. Right. But uh, after that, you could just it's it, and that's that. So it, it it's there's a future there. Sometimes you're not the smart, you know, like with Grindhouse, like those guys made that game with such a vision. Yeah. Right. Like they came in and they, they hit a home run. Right. I, I brought them kind of a mess, but it had a lot of fun words and, yeah. and kind of light mechanics, but it was, it was more theme. It's mostly a theme game. It's mostly the, the feeling and the fun that you get from experiencing with other people. Yeah. It's not a game that is incredibly mechanics heavy. Or, or right. something that you've never you know seen before. So there's dice rolling, there's dice choosing. Um, the cards tell you how to play the game. Every single card, you really don't need to know anything when you right. go into the yeah. game. Yeah, the game explains how to play every single card um, that you're going through. But it took somebody to say, okay, well, this is my vision for it. This is how we actually turn that into something marketable and interesting and, and creative. So. Uh, yeah, we, I mean, we, we may get there, um, for quick brown Fox, yeah. uh, but yeah, we, we've been, you're, you're more on that than I am. That's, that's more your wheelhouse is figuring out how to make something marketable. Yeah. And it, and it drives me nuts when, you know, and, I, and I'll think about it often and then sometimes an idea pops in and it's like, Hey, let's, let's do it like this. And that's great. You know? And I think we've had those moments with some products and then sometimes I can't figure it out and it, it, it's. We'll, we'll see. But uh, we are still open for submissions. So yep. if you're a designer, reach out to myself or John or breadandcircusesrocks at gmail.com. There we go. Uh, I'm trying to get us emails. We don't get very many. Uh, well, yeah. that's, that's we fun. will. We'll get too many soon and then it'll be the worst problem. Well, we've, we've more than doubled our average listener. Boom. Um, I, I don't know what up, we people. did in the last few weeks, but we have we have jumped fairly high, more than go. I had ever expected. Us there you to go get for a for a podcast uh, that we only advertise on our Facebook page. Right, occasionally. I I, right. I don't even do that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah. don't want to inundate because I don't want. I my pet peeve is the amount of people who invite me to like like 
I don't understand, and this is a weird one, but there's one person in the gaming industry who's invited me to like maybe 15 pages. Oh. How is that person involved with all those companies? I need to know. I want to know. Yeah. I don't want to ask. Yeah. I just wish Are it would being hired as like a uh, social media Must be. Person. But yeah, it's, it's like every day waking up to the same person requesting a new company and it makes me feel, I think when that happens, it makes me feel less of that company because mm. I don't feel the soul of it um, and gaming is not you know, as much as I have plans of being rich off this thing, you, you're having fun, you know? I, <laughs> I mean, hey, money's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If we make, if we make a lot of money or, or even some money, then, then that's, that's awesome. I, I'd like to be able to buy a house one day. Yeah. Um, right. But at the same time, I also just like making cool stuff. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> and talking about games. Right. And so I think, you know, this pot little podcast and everything we do, we like what we're doing. We're not doing junk. But when I get the same person inviting me to all these different companies, it's like, oh, someone in that company just very mercenary, went with a very mercenary approach. And, right. It's and not a passion project at that point. It's no, just business it's, like it, every other It's business. just, they're, doing, they're following a checklist. They're following a playbook. And I think when you look at people who succeed and break out, um, it's because they're not following the playbook. They're not just reading Jamie's blog and following those steps. That is certainly framework, but you have to then take that framework and go, what can I add to it? A person like James, James Hudson is a good example of that mm -hmm. with this, uh, tides of shenanigans Island, uh, Kickstarter where he's doing a narrative style of, um, of pledge goals. Mm -hmm. And you know, that's something he brought and that's his passion and he's world building and you're reading every day these stories. Now he happens to work for Skybound. If I was a betting man, I would say he's put all this work into it so that he can, at the end of the day, roll it up, show Skybound how much content he has, turn it into a book or a comic. Oh yeah. I mean, I would, that's how I would do it. And James is a smarter marketer than me. So I'm sure he has considered that, but why not? If I was working for a company that has, TV shows, comics, books, and games, why would I not be developing IP that could be used for other platforms? Yeah. And I think so James, you know, and that, and so he's bringing that. So we might see more narrative reveals than we've seen in the past. I know uh, another person tried to do it to less uh, success, um, but I don't know that that was a product that was really ideal for Kickstarter, whereas I think James is, is kind of very dialed in on what a backer wants to see and what they expect to get out of their, their money. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 That's a, that's a really good point. Um, let's see what else, what else we have that we're, we're, what we're else going we're going I feel with? like we had a, a big list of stuff that we were going to talk about. Today. We did. I, I mean, you know, Grindhouse was the big win for now. Finally getting yeah. that off the ground. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be really exciting to follow up and figure out how it goes with the, whether we get bullied, uh, how, how, how we do with the school. Yeah. Um, I hope we don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, fingers crossed. Kids can be mean. Kids are mean. So, yeah, I know. Uh, Especially we'll after watching American Vandal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. I will not be visiting the cafeteria there. <laughs> no uh, lemonade. I will, I will bring my own water and keep an eye on it at all times. Good call. Not, not taking any brownies or cookies from the kids. Who knows what they put in them? It's kooky kids. Uh, yeah. There you go. I, I actually, I may, I may want some of those cookies. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, take, take a brownie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, it'd be a nice drive home. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, kids, you can give us brownies, but we're not drinking the lemonade. Yeah, 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 there it is. That's, that's it, but uh, yeah, that, there you go. I think, yeah, that was, that was the focus. Back, yeah. back Grindhouse, yeah. check it out. That's a great, from idea to execution, seeing that happen. And uh, send us your games. Yeah. We'll evaluate them. And you might get feedback live on a podcast. That, yeah, really. 
has apparently people starting to listen. Yeah. Who would have thought? How great is that? I, I thought we were just like talking into the wind. Yeah. But uh, it turns out there was someone downwind of yeah, us. Yeah, I wasn't even sure you were recording half the time. I'm, <laughs> I'm just, uh, well, we did we did record episodes for like half a year, and then we never released any of them. True, yes. Um, so we've got a lot of backlog yeah. stuff. If, if we ever did want to do like something yeah. from the vault. Oh, here's a, here's a fun just a concept. Speaking of innovation... Uh, Daryl Andrews, Maple Games closed out its Kickstarter uh, for the the Dragon Boats game. Very mm-hmm. cool. Love the love the art. Love the concept. He put as a stretch goal he would shave his beard at forty thousand. Oh no way! They did not reach it. Uh, Do maybe we for consider? Yeah, for Imagineers, I'm sure they'll blow it away. That game, uh, if if that doesn't get DNC'd, uh, that game will be great. Yeah, there's yeah. no way that word is not trademarked. No, there's no mm. way on. Well, earth. I, you know what? I think I already I've already blown my load here for shaving. Uh, I, I you, shaved. You are yeah. I shaved my whole beard off for my crit my costume at Halloween for my clown costume. Yeah, but uh, but you've got you've got quite the. I have I have had this beard now for several years, so this could be a stretch goal for Verona. Uh-oh. of uh, shaving a beard we may try and we may we may look at that just right. for fun just yeah. fun things just throwing it out I don't know yeah. I don't want to do it <laughs> well but be careful what you if, wish for yeah if, if I see people posting uh, that that's a fun idea then you know we'll throw it in there so there you go Yeah. have Great. some feedback so cool so alright that's that's it we're getting yeah. silly now we're talking about beards yeah, what, what, what do you, what's your thing for the week so I have been, uh, you know, we talk about it too much, been mental health and mental uh, not sleeping. Uh, so I've gone back to uh, one thing that helps me sleep, trance, as in the genre of music. Oh, trance music. Trance, like, like from, techno. From the yeah. early 2000s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was so this I, some like Darude, Sandstorm? Mm-hmm. Oh. That would be, that would be, yeah, I guess that is trance, but... It's such a that's that very famous that's a Vandalay Silva's walkout song for the UFC. Okay. So MMA fighter. So uh, I actually had to go see him live when I thought he was going to retire because I wanted to see the Sandstorm entrance live. So I flew to Vegas and watched him fight uh, Chris Lieben, uh, and then he's now not retired and since has fought many times. Uh, uh-huh. But he may retire after his last loss. Anyway, uh, a band I've gone back to or a group, a group a band. Sure. Artist. Yeah. Artist. Well, they're a pair. Uh, they don't look like it. Uh, but Faithless. Okay. Faithless, Faithless uh, is a duo of, um, i trying to find, it's Rolo is the, uh, the main guy, and then the, the woman is uh, very fam- Sister Bliss uh, and Maxi Jazz. And uh, so I used to listen to them in probably 95, 96 when I was going to raves, and when All I was right. DJing myself, I have Faithless Reverence on... Uh, on vinyl, and that is a very hard vinyl to get. By the way, it was Uh-oh. very expensive. Ooh, uh, fancy man! But uh, the greatest hits and biggest new remixes, "Faithless 2.0" has been on my Spotify list over and over. Uh, and just a really pleasing thing for when you need to get some work done and you don't need much lyrics and all that. Right. Um, and I think if you were listening to this genre or even any radio spot uh, where they use some techno, you've heard "Faithless." Uh, Insomniac was their big breakout tune. But speaking as a DJ, and, and uh, you look for tracks that have good builds and, and no bass, mm. because they can cover up being a shitty DJ. So there's, uh, there's one very, it's from Salva Mea, but there's a very famous, uh, like, it's probably four sixteens section that you would definitely have heard, because a DJ has used it to get from one song to another without doing what's called a train wreck. And when you're hearing the bass being off, and it's... 
and that's when you have bad DJs. Okay. Uh, and so before the world moved to CDJs and, and pure computer DJing, like everyone's the kids are doing, we used to have to do vinyl and we used to have to make our little marks. I used to have these records with little tape spots. So I knew which track was where. And so you could see it at night and know oh, what to wow. queue up. And we used to have to beat match by hand. God dang it. We didn't, this, I was DJing before the Pioneer 700 came out with BPM counters, which was revolutionary. But now you can key match, you can, uh, just, uh, John's eyes glazing over. I'll, just, I'll take your word for it. Yeah, yeah. But um, no, so, so great to hear some old school stuff and then some spins that I hadn't heard before. Uh, so Faithless <clears throat> 2.0, check it out. All right. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, I, I kind of get remember, it. You'll remember the night. You'll remember the, you know, as there's yeah. a... Uh, it's almost a slowed down version of Sandstorm, the the bar that I'm thinking of, and okay. it's it's very famous. It was everywhere, like radio. I'm giving out a, uh, tickets to the concert, and you would hear this in the background. Every DJ had that one cut. Gotcha. Well, you know, I, I kind of get. It. I listened to all the synthwave, the the '80s. Oh, that's right. You're right. Type of yeah. Stuff, so yeah, yeah. I, I get that. You know, no lyrics and just kind of it's got a good beat and it's mm-hmm. something you can kind of drone drone out to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. So, so my thing is, is going to be the obvious thing that everybody's doing right now because it's what I'm also doing right now. Uh, I'm playing the shit out of Red Dead Redemption 2. Awesome. I'm having a great time doing it. Um, I don't know how much there is to say because is it, you're probably playing it too. Uh, um, no, I'm not. Oh, no. no I don't have a PS4. But you don't have an Xbox? You had an Xbox. It's on Xbox? Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. I'm probably playing it tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's on Uh-oh. Xbox also. I thought it was a PS4 exclusive. I thought you? it was safe. No, no, no. Just when I thought it was safe. Oh, boy. No, well, one thing is that uh, that I, I wasn't expecting when I played it because, uh, you know, I also don't want to spoil anything. I thought I was going to go and playing as an honorable Arthur Morgan. I was like, mm-hmm. look, I'm going to be... Like, you know, I, I get into the game and, and immediately I realize that because this game is you're, you're part of the gang. You're part of the, okay. the Vanderland gang. I'm like, oh, shit. This is just Sons of Anarchy uh, in horses. the Wild West. That's straight up what this is. And I'm all in. I've been watching the Mayans and loving it. I love nice. most of Sons of Anarchy. I think we've talked about it before. Yep. Um, so I was like, oh, OK, I'm all in. And, you know, they're bad guys, but they're not bad guys sure there's sure. a there's a line in, in the, and there's a line in the first five minutes of the game where this woman's like trapped or, or you're rescuing this woman from this gang and, and you, you're also breaking into her house and she's <laughs> like oh no don't he's like we're bad guys but we're not them nice um and so i was like all right well i'm gonna play you know i'm gonna do some some robbing and stealing and i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna get mine but i'm not gonna be like this raging asshole murder hobo who's going around just killing people for the sake of killing right and then I realized that um, looting dead corpses that are not actively gang members gets you dishonor points. And I was like, well, it's like, it's like that moment in Firefly. I'm good. Well, I'm not that good. Uh, I'm okay. Uh, I, I've managed to stay pretty much dead neutral um, nice. in the game because, yeah, if, it, it, like if somebody feels like, in, by my mind, that they need shooting, I shoot them. <laughs> If they need a shooting. If they need a shooting, that's what I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm ready to deliver to them. So does this have like a, uh, like Knights of the Old Republic when I played that, it had a meter and I could see where yes. I was on the meter. There and is you a didn't want to be, from what I remember that game, you did not want to be neutral. You wanted right. to be a hard dark or hard light because you, it affected your power set. It did. It absolutely did. And, and we've kind of moved past that now. Okay. Um, there are some things that it'll affect. Like if you're really good, uh, you'll get better prices for things if you're buying them in town. If you're really bad, people will generally not like you. Um, you have a, a reputation that, that kind of precedes you if you're really bad. Okay. But neutral, 
you have neither of those. Um, I'm neither getting discounts nor am I getting people not wanting to work with me. So I, I'm fine with that. I can handle that. I don't have to be this guy who only deals in absolutes. I, and I and honestly, it's such a narratively focused game and it's such a personal game. Like you can choose how fat your guy gets by eating so much. Oh, you fun. can choose your levels of beard in, in your mutton chops, your mustache and your chin. Oh. And you trim it like every day you'll grow a little bit more of a beard. Oh my God. And it's like, oh, I got to keep trimming or That's like, oh, hilarious. I'm starting to smell bad. I better take a bath. Oh my God. Um, so like when you've got that level of immersion, um, you don't want to break it by having to be a, a cartoon caricature. Right. Um, I, I felt like, yeah, I'm just going to be the guy who makes the choices that I feel like I want to make in a given moment nice. yeah. and not feel like the Mass Effect or, or the Knights of the Old Republic thing where it's like, yeah, you have to choose the mm -hmm. same way. Once you've chosen a path, right. you have to max that path. Um, I, I haven't gone that route. Although I do have two, I've got two revolvers that I use. Um, one is all black, one is all white. And I'll use the different ones depending on how I'm feeling. If I'm if I'm going to be a bad guy, I'll point the black revolver at you. Nice. And it's like I'm going dark today. Nice. Um, but if I'm trying to help someone, it's like, well, I'm going to save you. I'm going to use my yeah. white revolver today. And you got different out outfits too. I've got sure. my all black duster. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to go do some crime. <laughs> Uh, and then I've got like a, a, a bear fur coat when I feel like being a fancy man. So it, it, it's That's a great game. That sounds good. Just, yeah. yeah, the stories that you can kind of craft yourself outside of the main story is, yeah. is where you really, this game really shines for me. And so That's I'm fun. all in. I'm really enjoying yeah. it. How many hours would you say you've logged so far? 20, 30 hours. Okay. And, Not and, terrible. And I'm at like 28%. Oh, wow. So, uh, not quite a grown man game, which I, I consider, I'll give you 20 hours, but uh, almost, not bad. Like, it's yeah. a 100 hour game, maybe. I could probably get it done in 60, because I'll not is what they side said. quest. If, if you just wanted to go straight through the main story, you could do it in about 60, is, okay. what, is what they've said. Yeah, and that's what I'm I doing like. some hunting, I'm doing some, some stuff on the side, I'm, I'm really kind of taking my time to enjoy it. So. Yeah, yeah. I'll, yeah. Need, I'll need Amanda to go out of town for that. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, Delaney's watching Sabrina while I play Red Dead, so it, yeah. it works out pretty well. She, some cool. games, she's like, I'm, I'm all in. Like, Spider-Man, she's like, don't play it without me there. Right, right. Red dead I mean, she doesn't give a shit yeah she's like yeah whatever you go play your cowboys and indians game it's like well i haven't really run into any indians but uh, cowboys yeah it's, it's yeah. sons of anarchy she hates sons of anarchy too so uh okay yeah man <laughs> makes sense yeah no that's that's good oh well, yeah. yeah well that's fun uh speaking of video games i finished a way out uh which i might have bought up on an episode oh, fuck yeah. that game don't play it oh really i'm okay. so pissed at the ending the i'm beyond game. pissed it was a the co-op game where you're uh Prison forced break, to help right? each other break out of a prison yeah the worst ending of a game i have played all year no couldn't be more upset oof just awful um, the whole final outcome in your ending depends on how fast you mash the x button oh no yeah well, that's a bummer the, the least satisfying possible thing yeah and uh i was playing with my brother and he has a 150 dollars controller because he plays a lot of the halo and all that so his x button's better mm. so uh you know it wouldn't help to fight a hit the X button better though it would have still felt sure ridiculous we had satisfying goals and then it all came down to this stupid thing so oh, that sucks oh although that one thing you're, you will like and I'll give you a pro tip here's a pro tip for all of you on Red Dead right now know. if you go in the settings because I've got a messed up hand and I don't like doing that oh, rapid right, tapping yeah. stuff yeah. Um, you can change first of all your settings so you don't have to hold down the button to run you can just tap it and then it toggles to run oh, which is great nice. but the other thing you can do is in the sections where you do have to tap stuff you can change how much a single tap matters. Oh, that's great. So I have it set to where one tap is equivalent to four taps. That's amazing. Because yeah. 
on some real old man shit, my thumb was sore after Spider-Man. Yeah, oh, yeah. Man. It's a quality that's, of life thing. Hey, good job, Rockstar. Yeah, that's no, they really great. do. They thought of everything. You still okay. have to hold it down when you're riding a horse, but whatever. That's still amazing. Yeah. Because, yeah, I, I was worn out from, from the Spider-Man fighting system. Like, my thumb still hurts from that thing. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So they, they, All right. They, well, they, as we devolve into really... Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, don't, don't shop a mattress firm. Uh, check out this new show I've been watching. It's uh, Castle on ABC. <laughs> Great. It's good. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really waiting for the new stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. Was yeah. that starring uh, Tom Hanks? Uh, <laughs> no, no. If Tom Hanks was on a detective show, I, I mean, I think he would just, they'd just confess. Right? <laughs> yeah. 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 He'd be the guy who says, look, I understand. Here, have a Coca-Cola. Yeah. Uh, why don't you tell me what really Tom, happened? Tom Hanks, instead I'm on your of, side. Yeah, Tom Hanks would have his arm around the, the prisoner at, at every interrogation instead. It'd be good cop, good cop. Beautiful. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. That's All right. it. That's it.